I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily, and my name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, week in review, and of course, coin of the day. That's coming up on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Friday, September 17th, 2021. I'm looking forward to the weekend. I don't know why, but I just feel like the weekend is just like a change of pace. And I look forward to it. Even though I work every day, every day is pretty much Groundhog's Day for me. I do the same patterns in the morning. I'm just that person. I wake up pretty much the same time. I eat pretty much the same breakfast. I drink same, pretty much the same amount of coffee. I have the same brand of coffee. I do the same patterns in the morning from you know, like 8 till, I don't know, 12 o'clock is pretty much the same as every day. No matter if it's Monday, Saturday, Thursday. But for some reason, this weekend, I just feel like I'm leaning into it a little bit more than usual. And I don't know. I'm just looking forward to it. Do I really need an excuse? Did I really need to explain that to you? I don't think you cared. But what you do care about are those crypto prices. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talk. And I'm recording this at 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Bitcoin, $47,520. Pretty much even from yesterday. Ethereum's down a little over 3%. Why? No clue. $3,470. Cardano's in the number three spot, down 2% at $2.38. Binance Coin, $411, down 2.7% in 24 and Tether's in the number five spot. I just want to let everybody know, though, in the past seven days, every one of those coins are up. For example, Bitcoin is up 5.5, Ethereum's up 7, Cardano's up 2.5, Binance Coin is up 3.5. So everybody is up in seven, but they're down for the most part. It's a, it's a kind of a, I don't know, either going sideways or a little bit of a depressed day. Running off the top 10, we have XRP. Solana, which is down 8.5% in 18% in 7. Polkadot Dogecoin in number 9. And USDC. Total market cap, we're at $2.1 trillion. A BTC dominance of 42% and an F dominance of 19.2. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day is ranked number 483 on Coin Market Cap. Neutrino Token. The ticker is NSBT. Neutrino Token's price is $32.20, up 1.3% in 24. Its total market cap is $69.5 million. Fully diluted market cap is 91.2. So that means there's 76% of the token in circulating supply. Its max supply is 2.8 million tokens. That means in circulation, there is 2.1 million tokens. So where can you buy this token? You can buy it on gate.io, which apparently is the shitcoin exchange. <laughs> like everything that is just a, you don't, I've never heard of it before. It seems to be on gate.io. And there's Wave Exchange as well. And it appears Wave Exchange has the majority of the volume. Uh, looks as though there's high confidence that you can buy and sell and trade on these exchanges uh, because they are represented 
because the volume is represented properly. Uh, but again, if you're looking to buy thousands, then you might have a problem. If you only want a couple coins, then you might be okay. But before we talk about buying anything, we should understand what this thing is. Neutrino is an algorithmic price-stable assetization protocol acting as an accessible DeFi toolkit. It enables the creation of stablecoins pegged to a specific real-world asset such as national currencies or commodities. So looking closer to this, it looks as though that there's a big link between Waves, which is ranked number 51 on CoinMarketCap, the Waves Exchange, which is part of that, and Neutrino, which is acting as a stablecoin for a lot of commodities that's traded on the Waves Exchange. Looking at Waves right now, I mean, there's a USDN, which is USD Neutrino, as we just read in the description of Neutrino. It's a way of making stable coins on DeFi through algorithms. And looking at the Waves Exchange, you can see that USDN, USD Neutrino, is traded with BTC, USDT, ETH, USDC, um, LTC, Litecoin, Euros. It looks as though there's a Euro Neutrino there. Um, and it looks as though so Neutrino is act, acting like a stablecoin to swap other stablecoins, to swap other commodities or other currencies or cryptocurrencies. And also currencies meaning national currencies. So there you have it. Coin of the day, Neutrino, number 483. Now, it's time for a week in review. I decided just to do this one myself today. I was like, eh, you know what? We have a conversation with you know one of the people from Decrypt. We've done that every week since we started this, and I was like, I wonder, you know, I want to just give it a shot myself, just to go over some of the stories that I liked from the week, and it also gives me the opportunity to give some of my commentary, which I know everybody here loves. First news of the week I want to point out was the one that we did not cover yesterday that we're covering fresh today, which is protests in El Salvador escalated Wednesday which was the country's Independence Day, with the local press reporting that citizens were pretty mad at the country's new Bitcoin law. We don't want Bitcoin. No to the dictatorship, says signs during the rallies and the protests. Bitcoin was made legal tender on September 7th. It's the first country to do so. So there's going to be a lot of bumps in the road. How big are those bumps? That's the question. Today, coincidentally, or maybe not, Decrypt reported that El Salvador's government will be investigated over Bitcoin purchases and crypto ATMs. El Salvador's Court of Accounts will investigate a complaint about the government's purchase of Bitcoin, as well as the government's process for building crypto ATMs. According to Reuters, the Court of Accounts, which oversees the country's public spending, said it received a complaint on September 10th from a human rights and transparency group in El Salvador called Crystal Sol. Remember last week we had somebody on the podcast talking about the sentiment in El Salvador. Uh, from El Salvador, working in El Salvador. And they said that, yeah, there are protests. Yes, there is discussion about uh, anti-Bitcoin, or, but it isn't as big as everybody's making it out to be. It's like 10 people, 20 people with signs saying no Bitcoin. Well, we're going to have this person back on the show next week to say, what's the aftermath of this coming into law? Are there really big protests? Is there really big sentiment saying this is a bad idea? And we're going to get their honest opinion. Hopefully, we're going to get their honest opinion. But that's next week. We will have an on-the-ground view of what's happening in El Salvador. And I'm looking forward to it. Our own Vitalik Buterin. He landed himself in Time Magazine. Why, you might ask? Because he is now part of the 100 most influential people in the world. He joins the likes of Billie Eilish, Dolly Parton, Naomi Osaka, Elon Musk, and, well, there he is. Vitalik Buterin, the co-founder 
of Ethereum. I mean, it seems pretty appropriate considering of what he made. I mean, it's the second largest cryptocurrency in the space right now, only behind Bitcoin. And it has a hell of a lot of use cases from DeFi, NFTs, to carbon capture credits, and geospatial coordinate tracking. I mean, Ethereum does it all. It, it created the platform so people can build. I, I, I think that he deserves it. I'm actually kind of curious why Satoshi Nakamoto is not on the list. One of my favorite stories from this week was that Bitcoin billionaires backed a woolly mammoth revival project. It's called Colossal. And it was backed by the Winklevi and Tim Draper. It's like, what can billionaires do to outdo billionaires? I mean, they're already going to the moon and space and they're talking about Mars and they're making electric cars and, you know, the, the world's biggest, you know, I guess, online shopping, grocery store delivery services. And what, what can you do now? Well, they said, hey, top this one. I'm going to make a woolly mammoth. They're like, what? They're like, yep, watch this. You're making a woolly mammoth. Well, this startup got seed funds of $15 million from them because they are going to bring back the woolly mammoth. They created some kind of weird excuse about how the woolly mammoth could be good for carbon capture or global warming. I have no clue. I didn't want to read that far. I was like, that sounds silly. If you need an excuse to make a woolly mammoth besides I'm a billionaire and I want to make a woolly mammoth, if you need more than that, then I think you're just grasping. But they said something about carbon and I didn't read that. Not that I don't care. I just think it's a bunch of crap. <laughs> and they just want to make a Willie Mammoth. I'm looking forward to it personally. It was my favorite story of the week. And one of my favorite stories. My second favorite story is coming up soon. But this was my favorite story of the week because I just thought it was so absurd. And I want to see a Willie Mammoth. This week, Bitcoin Core version 22 was released to support the upcoming Taproot protocol upgrade, which is expected to be activated in November. Bitcoin Core developer Gregory Maxwell, he was proposing this and trying to get Taproot into Bitcoin since 2018. It's going to expand Bitcoin's smart contracts flexibility while enhancing its scalability and user privacy. This is considered to be one of the most important upgrades to Bitcoin since SegWit. Well, it's in the core. Release November. Stay tuned. This week saw a lot of movement for ETFs, exchange-traded funds. ARK Invest, they went to Canada and said, hey, Bitcoin ETF in Canada, let's try to do this. Remember, I think that they're going to be one of the first people to get a Bitcoin ETF in America. Actually, I just I said that they're going to be the first. A uh, listener wrote in and said, I bet you they're going to come out with a lot of Bitcoin ETFs, not just ARK Invest, but all these other ones that are applied to all at the same time. And I was like, you know what, that's actually a pretty good thought. Probably they're just going to launch with a lot. But ARK Invest, in my opinion, is going to be the number one picked to do a Bitcoin ETF in the USA. Well, this week, they are trying to apply in Canada and get their Bitcoin ETF over there. And also, Bitwise, they filed for Bitcoin Futures ETF. If you guys remember, Gary Gensler, SEC's chair, said that he'll be probably more likely or more inclined, I think he used that word, inclined, to approve a Bitcoin's Futures ETF than a Bitcoin ETF. So, what happened? Everybody started applying for Bitcoin Futures ETFs. So while everybody's applying for Bitcoin Futures ETF, Van Eck, they pulled their Bitcoin Futures ETF and their Ethereum Futures ETF. And it's just interesting that people are applying and Vanek is pulling. Well, long story short, ETF applications still keep going in, futures and otherwise, in Canada, the USA, and, well, let's hurry up and get that done. And finally, I told you I had a favorite news of the week. This is my favorite news. Crypto Lobby Lobster NFTs. <laughs> 10,000 Lobby Lobsters were minted and sold on August 5th for around eh, $390 a piece. They raised 1000 or around $4 million at the time. And they're going to donate all this money because they have a DAO, the DAO 
voted to where this money goes. And now Lobby Lobster, get it? Lobby Lobster is going to a lobbying group in Washington called Coin Center. And this lobbying group is going to advocate for cryptocurrency or Bitcoin regulations and try to sway that conversation in Congress one way or the other. I think that's just great. These lobsters are pretty cool. I mean, it's kind of like the NFT space has this style now, you know, from bored apes to generated apes to pudgy penguins to lazy lions to lobby lobsters. They kind of look all the same. And it's just like a hype around one of them. The Bored Ape Yacht Club, you know, it's kind of like the first one that got big and it's they're expensive. And you're a part of this exclusive club now. But not everybody can do this, right? So I think that the NFTs just have to start changing it up a little bit, looking a little different. You just can't be 10,000 lobsters wearing different hats and gloves and shit anymore. It's just really kind of boring. But people keep buying it. But I like this because they're putting the money to good use, to good work. You know what? I want to give a shout out to Trippy Bunnies. Now, Trippy Bunnies is kind of like this whole NFT thing where it's like a bunny that looks different to, to whatever you know it comes up with. But the person who's doing this raised money and minted them for suicide awareness. And they're giving the money that was raised. I think it's like $250,000 from Trippy Bunnies on Solana. It was raised and the money, 100% of it, is being donated to... Let me look at this group. Hold on. I got to look at my text message really quick. And they're donating 100% of the proceeds to the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. I think that's just so cool. So when people are minting these NFTs or giving people money, it was 100 or 200, you get this NFT. But then 100% of the proceeds, that is going to suicide prevention. I think that is super amazing. So congrats to Lobby Lobsters. Congrats to Trippy Bunny because I think that's just a great cause. And whoever is else is minting NFTs and making NFTs and 100% of those proceeds are going to, you know, these causes. I think that's amazing. Congrats to you. But remember, they're not doing it for free. And that's the beauty of NFTs. They might mint these and 100% of the proceeds go to this cause or whatever. And it could be a lot. It could be $4 million, as we saw for Lobby Lobster, and $250,000 for this suicide prevention, which is amazing. But remember, if they put it into the smart contract, that they get 5% or 10% of commission every time those are bought and sold, they can generate revenue that way. So let's just say they raise 1000 F for a certain I don't know, uh, idea or lobby or cause. But then there was an additional 2000 F that was, you know, traded with these NFTs. They get 10% of that 200 F. So they make money from that. And even if it's more, you know, throughout the all of time, not just now, but forever. And so a lot of people are foregoing the payment on the front end to do something good for charities and also still getting paid on the back end or later in time because they know that they have this 10% commission or 5% commission or 20% even commission on every buy and sell of these NFTs forever. Hats off to people doing good with NFT mints. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. Don't forget to go to Apple Podcasts, like, subscribe, share, and leave us a comment. There will be no weekend updates because I am going to be doing something from 7 a.m. until like 1 or 2 p.m. in the afternoon, Saturday and Sunday. So I apologize. I won't be able to get them done. So you're going to have to wait to hear me on Monday. I hope you can wait. Until then, happy hodling, everyone.